Whoa, it's dark down here. Welcome to episode number 15. Number 15. Of Deep Dark Tunnel, I am here with artists Overy and Picnochat from Chicago. What is up? This is where you hello. say hey. Hello, hello. Uh, what is up? What is actually up? Um, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a hard question to answer right away if you take it too seriously. What's up? We just stole cords from Pixies. We did. We did steal cords from, uh, we stole the where is my mind when, Yeah. But also change them, don't worry. You see how cord is very subjective. That can mean a bunch of things. I was thinking, like, you stole, like, a physical object. Yeah, no, no, no. We stole it from the YouTube to MP3 converter. No Oh my god, I love using those things. I feel like most songs, like, on SoundCloud have used, like, YTMP3 for their samples. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I use for my stuff. I mean, Kenny Beats uses a YouTube to MP3 converter. I watch some of his stuff. (laughs) Bonk cartoon sound effect. Yeah, bonk. We we like a lot of the cartoon sound effects, like the 21st century humor meme sound effect. You put that in your music. Bonk! Yeah, in in one that we're making right now, we put in the hay. The Lego Lego City. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That is like so good. And I feel like a lot of people, at least like very niche people from ages 12 to like 24 are going to know what that means, but no one else because of how it was advertised. And there was also that meme. It was a meme for a bit, so it has that audience. But um, I don't know if I heard the Lego City, hey, <laughs> I can't <laughs> <laughs> do you guys listen to, um, do you listen to Love Lockdown by any chance? I know who they are. Oh. Yeah. There's like this one song they have where they sampled like Tara, the acid bath princess of the darkness, and then like kept like putting like bra 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 in it. And like that was, it was like a 15 second long intro of like all these like samples from like internet niche stuff. And I was like, this is the most zoomer thing. Hi, I'm Tara. And I'm Amy, the acid bath princess of the dark. Shut up! Bruh. Bruh. Hey, how's it going, bros? My name's Bruh. Hi, Dova. <laughs> yeah, Nova Gang, the Parker's old collective that he was on with Midwest and other people. I'm pretty sure Lou, you know, those people. Um, they would use, I don't know, they have the funniest intermittent perks. My favorite one samples and my favorite one is they have people just saying their names like really normally so it'll be like <laughs> John <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and that's sort of like I feel like with all of this sort of like stuff it plays into like the theme of nostalgia within the underground which we've sort of had a previous conversation about what um, what significance does nostalgia play for you guys within your music and your art for me personally like I'm going out of my way to tap into the wistful emo feels that I Mm -hmm. I experience personally. What exactly does your name mean on that subject? Um, So Oberry is the currency uh, in Club Penguin. It's what the Puffles ate. I don't know if it was their general currency, but I know it was what the Puffles ate. And it was also my first nickname. A cool, uh, someone I th- looked up to. 
so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that forever till I die. And that's what I'm doing. And then what does um, PicnoChat mean, your artist name? PicnoChat was a messaging app on the first release of the Nintendo DS, where you could draw images and send them over a local network to other DSs. So that, that's also nostalgic for me. What is the appeal of that nostalgia to you? I think it's like, it's a touchstone that a lot of people our age can, you know, uh, they can work with it, they can remember things, and then, you know, I'm already in, I'm in their heads. Now playing How to Get Home by Moss Garden. Right. So, like, do you think that this concept of nostalgia, having it be iterated within the sound of the underground, that's catering towards a very targeted audience? So, could you say that, like, the underground sound is leaning more towards nostalgia within, like, this wave of hyperpop? Mm, that's, a, that's hard to say. I want to say yes. I want to say, like, because Newt is just an amalgamation of love for old combined together. So, new takes on old sounds. Yeah, it's like if I love these EDM chords so much, but if I put them out, I would get roasted by the homies. How do I put these EDM sounds out for the homies to still say, "Hey, bro, that's fire"? Unless you got Midwest. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I want to sound like I'm nightcore, but I don't actually want to sound like an anime girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's for people who want to be like want to play nightcore on the aux and get away with it. <laughs> so they just use hip-hop beats. Yeah, yeah. So what exactly is Nightcore, though? And then also, what is hyperpop? Because we're like throwing these like terms out and like they're not defined. So how do you define hyperpop and how do you define Nightcore? Whatever the Google definition of hyperpop is, that one. I'm, I'm fine with that one because I really don't know. I just see it as a, yeah, I just see it as a collection of, I don't know, 100 gigs put out just bangers, like straight bangers that were just like, what is this? It's that collection of you can literally just release whatever, as long as it releases serotonin to the listener. And that like started a huge wave. So I'd say that wave is hyperpop. That's how I see it. I would say that hyperpop is more a collective of young people making music rather than you know, one type of sound, but it is definitely characterized by nightcore, which we could get into. Yeah. EDM chords, but also like hip hop beats. But then mix in pop tropes and like, it's like taking pop tropes, pop songs, and just saying like, how can I make this as absurd as possible and still be digestible? I love that. So, um, something else that's like an element of hyperpop that I've noticed is it's distinguishedly loud everything. Like, everything's constantly clipping. Some of the best hyperpop artists have, like, quality audio that's, like, literally you can't tell what is happening. It's so loud. So, like, what do you think is the appeal behind that loudness? Clipping is, uh, clipping is very good because it adds a, a very nice tingliness to the high end, which is appealing and pretty, and people sometimes reverb it after, very ethereal, but also it compresses the audio, which is good, because, you know, you can have a lot of the track, 
at the same volume, which makes it sound louder, which is always better. Louder is always better, so it's a way, it's like an expressionist thing, would you say? Yeah, it can be. I mean, it's also a catering thing, catering to the, I don't know, shared music philosophy of loud, loud as possible, louder than whatever's popular now, like just as clean, but as slightly louder as whatever's popular now. And if it isn't clean, make sure it hits in a way that's like, oh, it's so loud that it's clipping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it could be an expression thing, though. Like, you distort your vocals to add a sense of, like, impact, like, Joji in attention. For that one sticks to me, like, the whole thing clips halfway through the track, and it's just, like, the same simple melody, but it's, like, for some reason, it's hitting harder now. Yeah, feels more intense. Now playing Attention by Joji. I'll often put a lot of my tracks through a limiter and just distort them. What that does is it, it makes it extremely distorted but you know, I can keep the volume down so it doesn't muddy the rest of the track up. So the distortion itself is definitely a stylistic thing too. And sort of like on the topic of like this hyper pop sound, how is it influencing the underground as well as the mainstream, like stylistically? I guess people are realizing that Spotify is like picking up a certain type of sound and pushing it heavy. And so people might start catering to that more. Like uh, Gabby starts like uh, Midwest Breakins. The people uh, like Gabe said earlier are, you know, the slightest bit of like what's this on top of really catchy pop music, hard hitting with hard hitting hip hop beats. Um, yeah, I definitely think the mainstream is having an influence on the underground more than the opposite, because you can see these artists getting picked up by labels and then basically punching out these pop rock songs with like just, you know, a little bit of hyper-pop production flourishes, <laughs> you know, some silly perks, some distorted auto-tune vocals. Some twangs. Some, some synth arpeggios. Yep. I really liked how you described like hyper-pop as being like from the kids who listen to EDM and then wanted to sing but like couldn't and so they just auto-tuned it. And so like... That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much where it... Well, I would say that's where it's at, but you know, now you have kids like Glaive and adults like Gabby Start who are really practicing singing. And mm. they're getting good enough to be signed to major labels for absurd amounts of money. So I think like they're definitely making a name for themselves as holistic artists rather than just nightcore EDM producers, which is what a lot of them started out as. Not Glaive, but... How we avoided talking about underscores. We love... We, oh, my God. We both love <laughs> underscores. Al playing Bozo 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 by underscores. But we also hate, we cannot listen to underscores. I can't listen to underscores without like 
I actually wanted to throw my phone into my pillow or something that won't break it. Underscore just tapped into everything I could ever have possibly imagined to tap into and just did it perfectly. And it's so creative and good. It's just too good. Yeah. I, I, I can't listen to it. It's too good. It's actually too good. <laughs> What's underscore? Is that like an artist? Yeah. Underscores is an artist. Underscores is an artist. Underscores might be the artist. Yeah, I highly recommend you check them out if you haven't done If you, I'm Everybody bump underscores. Yeah. And then open. Like with Fishmonger? Yeah, Is that the underscore? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I love getting recommendations for music. That's like... So nice. Dude, what a go-to recommendation. If whoever had recommended me underscore for the first time, uh, we're gonna seem so cool to you because we showed you underscore. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think back. Uh, okay, just kidding. That's not true. Can you recommend me something? Um... I don't know, go listen to Oberry Radio if you want a lot of great Russian hyperpop. <laughs> There's just so much bang in Russian. Russian hyperpop. Um, I have a great recommendation. So, hyperpop is definitely defined by EDM producers, and one person who's just pushing EDM way out of the water and continuing to stand by their guns is Circuit Hour. Circuit Hour puts out the craziest electronic music. It's extremely good, extremely catchy electronic music, and it's extremely new. But it's not exactly hyper pop, so I think that's a underrated. Do you guys consider your music electronic? Yeah. yeah. Can you describe to me what kind of attributes your music has? Ableton clip. <laughs> Ableton clip. <laughs> that concept of clipping. Umru, Adaway, Gober, one thing I do is I put my guitar into Ableton and then I pitch it up with Ableton's transpose feature. That's very electronic sounding. I really like um, your song Satellite and you told me it has like a sort of bossa nova feel like you're sitting in a lobby listening to like lounge music. Where does that influence take from? Well, <laughs> the funny thing is I just play, you know, something right between bossa nova and midwest emo music on the guitar and then i speed it up and that's exactly what sound you're hearing so if, you, if it sounds like bossa nova that's because it's bossa nova but faster do you want to talk about your artistry a little bit more do you have anything coming out or any recommend recommend me something what's your favorite song you did it's not released um I can recommend songs that I'm going to release very soon. <laughs> I have one track called Vulcan Schneller, which means clouds but faster in German. That one's gonna be exactly what I said, which is like uh, EDM and Bossa Nova and Midwest Ema wrapped in one. But as far as songs that are out, I like Satellite a lot too. Now playing Satellite by Pignochat.
You sort of have like this like really cool aesthetic going where is that like lemon grab and like just like memes and stuff like it plays into that like concept of nostalgia so how does your aesthetic support mm. your artistry i think a lot of my production style is kind of like splitting up acoustic sounds into more electric ones with ableton mm -hmm. plugins and what i do for my cover art is usually taking like naturalistic images and messing them up in photoshop so I think they have like similar, uh, they have a similar workflow. Yeah, I like see that a lot. Okay, hello, I'm back, sorry. Hey, okay, good, I was just about to ask. Um, I wanted to get some more questions from you. Um, you just released a song. Yep. Um, Don't Fall In Line. It has sort of like this, like very, it is hyper pop, but it's also just plug. I like to consider it plug like it has like a very chiptune ish and distorted synth melody line yeah put a big pressure yeah just like a crazy <laughs> and then like with like trap beats so like what were you trying to aim for stylistically hmm. i don't know i just have been i was in a phase of experimenting uh putting distorted saws uh taking the low end out and just layering it with my 808 pattern um, That's a dubstep move. Yeah, it just makes anything sound either like sick dubstep or sick pop rock. It, it just becomes an amalgamation. But it it's kind of, I don't know, I did that on a single, I put, not a single, but a song I put out called May Comes In Like a Kitten too. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it adds like, it sounds like someone's joining in and jamming on the guitar. And uh, I like it, it just adds more impact. You've got some emo influence on that song too, like with the guitar. Oh yeah, definitely. The, the guitar is very Midwest. You know, we're in Illinois. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever produce dubstep? No, right. I mean, I guess so. Or EDM. Like this is EDM. Do you consider like your music right now EDM? Every once in a while, I'll make some EDM songs. I'll be in an EDM phase. I put you know EDM breaks in my songs a lot of the time. Mm hmm but it has like still that component of like this hyperpop bucket which i like to say where you like also combine like trap beats because it gives you like serotonin like you said which is really sick um i really like that style which is i'd say it's like a pretty new sound would you say yeah i mean it's not the newest like like yeah machine gun kelly kind of Machine Gun Kelly. I'd say my, <laughs> my, my uh, shut up, shut up, shut up. Machine Gun Kelly made nothing. He's hopping on. All right. Um, the, I'd say the artist that most influences me right now at this point in time to put out those types of combinations of drums and, and heavy distorted 808s um, is To the Good. If you ever heard of To the Good, he's a Russian producer. Mm. And he's really talented and slept on. And he's, uh, I don't know, he's produced for artists like Garden before. Oh, sick. You know who that is? Yeah. The emo Garden. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely have to check them out. Um, where can we find you guys on social media? Um, oh, has four. No, actually, I changed it recently. Uh, just like Oberry. Yeah, it'll be underscore, underscore, Oberry, underscore, underscore. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, yeah, just like a bowberry and then the picture of me with 
Mine sucks so bad. It's X underscore P I C T zero C H A T underscore X. <laughs> nice. For sure. Well, thank you for crawling down to the tunnel with us today. Um, Anytime. It's cold. It's very cold. <laughs> Now playing Don't Fall in Line by Oberry. Cause I thought he said It's okay if I mess up sometimes I thought he said You're okay but just don't fall in line let them say they all would miss you Let them say you'll feel better as you fall in the distance Rest easy my buddy, you know things will get more twisted Ask me if I wanted this or tell me that I'll miss it I don't think I love you no more Say some, say some, say some I'm bored, so bored I don't think I did this right I swear I thought I was alive I did this right, I swear I thought I was alive I don't think I love you no more Say some, say some, say some I'm bored, so bored I don't think I did this right I swear I thought I was alive I don't think I love you no more Say some, say some, say some I'm bored, so bored I don't think I did this right I swear I thought I was alive and that was Don't Fall In Line by Oberry. You can listen to this song on all places where music is streamable. Thank you so much for crawling down to the tunnel with us today. My name is Molly Trammell, and I fell down a well when I was 11. Also, we have a special surprise. Next week, we're going to introduce our new co-host, our newest member of Deep Dark Tunnel. But for now, remember, sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is actually a train. Are you an artist interested in being featured on Deep Dark Tunnel Diaries? Follow us on Instagram at Deep Dark Tunnel Radio for more information.